hello and welcome to Level Intelligence. Now it's been a while since I made my last video slash podcast, but I would like to apologise for that. Um, and I would like to um, make this video about the BBC, BBC's report about um, 3 million adults in England that still haven't had their COVID vaccine. Um, this is quite an old report. Um, it was published in July of 2022. I was meant to produce the video during that time, but due to personal restraints and personal things going on in my life, um, I couldn't make that video. Um, so I do apologise. Um, but COVID is still around. Um, people from all walks of life will tell you that. Um, so it hasn't completely gone. Um, I just want to tell everyone that now before we sort of, uh, you know, get ahead of ourselves when I'm explaining this to you. Um, so the headline is 3 million adults in England still have, haven't had a COVID vaccine. And this was produced by, this report was published by the BBC, BBC News. Um, now, they said most elderly and vulnerable people already had several protective shots. Okay, that's good. That's fair enough. But I've read this report and I read all of it and I had to um, read it twice, quite thoroughly. And Nowhere did it say in this report, absolutely nowhere in this report did it mention anything about herd immunity or getting a natural immunity. Because we know um, healthy young adults in their early 20s, even 18 year olds, you know, if they get COVID, they're, they're a physically and healthy fit young individual. They're, more, they're very likely to get COVID unvaccinated. We know that to be a fact. But if they develop COVID, they got immunity, they got natural immunity. And it doesn't promote anything about natural immunity in this report published by the BBC. I don't know what the journalist was thinking when they were publishing this. Everybody knows that you can get a lot of benefit from natural immunity. Yes, the vaccine is good. It promotes um, immunity. It promotes artificial immunity, I would say. But nonetheless, it promotes immunity and it protects you from getting the virus. Um, but in this article, it failed to conclude that you can get natural immunity and that natural immunity does serve some benefit benefit to you and to those people who are unvaccinated. So yes, there may be a fear of you catching COVID, but everybody's going to get COVID, whether they're unvaccinated or, or unvaccinated or unvaccinated. But the reason why I took issue with this is because they were failing to produce a fact, a much needed fact, to say that you do get natural immunity from coronavirus, right? And they failed to mention that. I mean, it's basic reporting. A basic journalist will tell you that, and they didn't even include it in, in this article. I mean, they're supposed to, BBC News are supposed to be credible. They're supposed to be uh, trustworthy. How can people read the news when they don't include basic facts like that? Um, and another problem with this article is that it doesn't really sort of underline the reason. What's the keystone for people who are unvaccinated, still unvaccinated? These estimated 3 million people in the UK, why are they still unvaccinated? It doesn't bother. It doesn't bother to address the vaccine hesitation. It doesn't bother to address the natural immunity of coronavirus. And it doesn't speak about the potential dangers of the coronavirus vaccine, because we know on a scientific basis that Pfizer and other um, vaccine giants like Moderna still haven't released their full scientific data about the safety of its coronavirus vaccine. Don't forget that the coronavirus vaccine was approved for emergency use. Emergency use in the fact that we desperately needed a vaccine or some form of treatment during that time 
there was no other alternative route and scientific research is still being conducted into the safety of the vaccine. BBC News failed to mention that in their article. It feels that these journalists are quite negligent of their duty as being a journalist. And a journalist is supposed to be credible. It, even another um, scathing response um, about this article is that the chief of the WHO has warned the pandemic is nowhere near over. Now, the, the WHO keep walking back their statements. One thing this... One one thing one thing's next. They're saying it's going to be over. We're in the end game. We're nowhere near the end game. Cases are rising. Cases are going down. Okay, cases will always be going down and up at any point in time. But should we be ringing those alarm bells? Not really. Not until we have credible evidence to indicate that those alarm bells should be ringing. You know, for example, if there's another mutant on the rise, another mutation on the rise, that has a, you know, a, a one hundred you know, not a 100%, but uh, a 60% death rate, then we should be ringing those alarm bells. But we shouldn't be ringing the alarm bells at every corner in a second when we just seem to be slowly losing the battle between COVID. But that was during that time. But we're not losing the... <clears throat> excuse me. We're not losing the battle now against COVID. And we shouldn't be causing this sort of um, fear among people, fear-mongering, because that's what the WHO does. I mean... You know, if you look at the evidence, look, the links between China and the WHO, they, they, they operate quite closely, quite intimately. But that's another discussion for another day. But they mentioned the WHO saying that the pandemic is nowhere near over and they included it in part of their propagandist report published by the BBC um, and in the same article. So, you know, one, it doesn't address vaccine hesitancy because I know that some people are hesitant about the vaccine and if you are that's fine it doesn't address um anti-vaxxers it doesn't address um natural immunity that you can get from covid and it mentions the who in this terrible shoddy report i mean how can you call this journalism this is nowhere below the standards of journalism i mean anyone who watches bbc news should just turn it off now i mean i admire their documentaries but i don't admire their news because it's just terrible like the BBC News Channel as a whole and their organisation are just terrible. You know, there's even, you know, evidence that they've discriminated and been biased towards other individuals of a said political organisation. I mean, how can how long? Like people have figured out the BBC for too, for too long now. People are not stupid. People are turning turning off their TV TVs, not no longer watching TV, and no longer watching BBC News. I mean, yeah, you know, and. The thing is, as well, the fact that it mentions rising infections, and this was in the summer, and we didn't actually have a, we didn't actually have a um a surge in the summer of twenty twenty two, we're now in the winter of twenty twenty two. As I'm producing this video, and as people are watching it, and the fact that they add rising infections in Europe, they've the BBC News in this report said that rising infections in Europe is tried to scare people. It's fear mongering. Oh, rising infections in Europe. Oh, I'm gonna get the COVID jab now. That's scaring me. Go and get your COVID jab as long as you feel scared, as long as you feel relaxed. But it doesn't mention, oh my God. And it doesn't mention the fact that, um, you know, if you get co if you get the COVID jab, you can still get infected with it. It doesn't mention that. It just, it's, it's, this report, it seems as if it's promoting vaccination. I mean, what are the BBC getting paid for? Are the BBC secretly getting paid by Pfizer or the government to promote vaccine, um, vaccine, um, propagation you know um you know i feel that what 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 is the bbc's 
BBC's mission here? What What is their goal? Because this report, you know, like, it's trying to sort of scaremonger us. It's, it's plainly scaremongering. You can read this report for yourself. I will link it in the description below. But, yeah, I mean, they even mentioned that the government will not hesitate to enforce restrictions should there be a surge or a restraint, uh, you know, should the NHS be overwhelmed and shit like that. Um, the NHS is always overwhelmed with something. There's always an excuse for that service. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're speaking so darkly and, and like, doom, in a very dooming manner. Um, but this report is so unconvincing and so poorly written. I don't even know what to make of Well, I know what to make of it. It's just plain misinformation. It's a way to promote, you know, I just don't know what their goal here that they're trying to do. But I know for one thing that this is fear mongering and it's just the, the terrible misreporting by the BBC News. If anything, they should be defunded. So um, with that all said and done, I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. It's a slightly longer one than usual. I mean, the longer the better. But yeah, I mean, it's quite clear the BBC are um, failing their duty as journalists, as good rated journalists. I mean, they have failed. They have always failed as journalists. I mean, they fucked up when they were interviewing uh, Princess Diana. And look at the controversy that um, emerged from that. And, you know, they're still dealing with that fallout. So they're just a terrible organisation. And I advise anyone not to watch them or support them in any way. Um, I hope that you enjoy this video and podcast and I will see you in the next one.